it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Well, here we are again. Hi, this is Scott Sullivan, also known as Sales with Sully, right here every single week on Inspired News Radio. I take all of your questions, comments, anything you want to talk about on Twitter, and we put it together on a podcast, and every single week we broadcast it on Inspired News Radio. And this week, it's no exception. We've started talking about uh, a few weeks ago, I had a question where someone said, when do you use another resource? When do you uh, put in a engineering resource, maybe a more senior, a CEO? When do you pull that lever of having somebody else with you or helping you with a sales call or helping to manage a account or a project? Great question. And we started a kind of a little bit of back and forth on, on Twitter and talking a little bit about it. So I decided to dedicate an entire 30 minutes to it. And I'm calling this episode the four-legged sales call. And we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, why a four-legged sales call, when to utilize that resource and and how to utilize it so that it uh, results in the the goal that you set for the meeting. As we have gone through working together on a lot of these questions, you're going to hear me say many, many times about, you know, planning and, and making sure that you have all of your preparation done and everything that you need for that particular sales call. But in this particular case, we're going to pick up a scenario that is very common in the professional sales world and that is you are selling to uh, either a a committee which is a group of people that are going to be from a diverse background or b you might be uh, making a presentation to a group uh, whether you're actually selling to that group or committee or you're just presenting to that group or committee you may want to access a resource from internally that makes it in turns it into a four-legged sales call where i have seen the most success and where i have utilized the most successful uh, four-legged sales calls is when it comes to a technical resource from time to time uh we i have used executive power but i'm going to come back to that as we come around full circle so where i'm going to start today is i'm going to start with that technical resource so the scenario is this, you have a uh, either somewhat or highly technical product or service, and the economic decision is going to be made in the CFO type of range or someone with the economic decision power because it's going to either save them money, make them money. There's a, there's a financial aspect as to why you're even uh, as part of the solution. There's a financial aspect of the solution. So you're probably going to have your decision, your ultimate decision is going to be made in the finance or treasury side. However, the influencers, the people that are either in the asset management or in the facility management, the engineering side, the operation side, somewhere along the way, there's going to be a technical influencer. And that technical influencer who has uh, 
probably more influence than you realize is going to be able to say to treasury and finance oh that's not going to work sorry that we tried that 10 years ago or that technology has not come far enough you know now or there's going to be some reason behind that and you're going to end up finding yourself on the back end or the backside of getting that result so we're going to talk a little bit today about this four-legged sales call or presentation, but we're also going to talk a little bit about the preparation that is necessary. You have to, before you drag another resource in, and here's what's going to happen. You can control 100% of what you say or do and your actions, but you can't control any of the person that's next to you that is coming in as part of your resource team. That becomes a wild card that you want to make sure that you are mitigating uh, the best that you can by having the meeting before the meeting and the meeting after the meeting is what I like to call them. So the planning and preparation are very, very important. See if the, if you can find the key drivers on the technical side that are the most important to the most important influencers. So this means you are going to have to do a lot of legwork when it comes to the relationship you're going to have to dig into who is that key influencer what's driving him or her and what are the questions or concerns that they may have that if answered would give them uh, the ability to give you a positive recommendation for that influence to the finance or treasury side. So that does take a lot of a lot of effort, and I and it also takes a little bit of skill. So in preparation for that big meeting coming up, you need to ask just ask the direct question. You know, hi Joe, this is Scott. I'm with XYZ Company. I know you're going to be in my meeting next Tuesday, and we're going to be talking about the technical side just so that we can make sure that we have exactly what you are looking for. What are going to be the key determinators that you are are using? What are the key performance indicators? What are the key pieces of information that you want to get answered next Tuesday so that you would be able to give me a positive recommendation to move forward with finance and treasury? Ask that question just as directly as that. And a lot of times you'll get you know, partial some of the answers, but you'll get a at least a direction in which they're going, so that you can then craft your presentation uh, from a technical side. Now, here's the other side of that coin that you're going to have to balance, and that is, you don't want to have if you're going to have a joint meeting with finance and treasury on one end of the table, you know, engineering operations slash asset management or something on the other end of the table. You don't want to get too technically down in the weeds because you're going to end up with you know alienating your your finance and treasury ultimate decision maker and you don't want to take it too light and fluffy because if you do you're going to end up alienating the engineering side and they're going to say well i really didn't hear what i wanted so finance and treasury i'm going to have to recommend we don't go with scott and his company that type of you know you, you want to avoid that type of scenario so here's my recommendation to you from all of my years of experience. Find the answers and the question, or find the, the questions that you need to answer. Find the answers and then have the supporting document 
whether it's one or multiple documents to support your solution or your answer to that question already ready and prepared possibly on a thumb drive maybe in a handout maybe as links to what you know to the information that they need but you can then answer the question for instance if you let's use the analogy of buying a car if you're the technical buyer of buying a car and you walk up to one of the salespeople and they say so does this have a you know platinum catalytic converter and the relationship person that says so the salesperson says i have no idea but i can find that out for you so they go off into another direction maybe go make a phone call go ask someone and come back and they say well as a matter of fact it does have a platinum catalyst to catalytic converter so uh great uh, does that mean you're ready to buy so what just happened <laughs> so i i i didn't really give an objection i just had a technical question and then they came back with an answer and then tried to close me it should have actually been in a different direction because remember, I asked my technical I asked my technical uh, influencer, what is the key piece of information that you're looking for? And then what did I say that would allow you then to give a positive recommendation to me and my company so that we can go forward with this project with Treasury and Finance? I want to know what the Piece, the key piece of information is that I need to answer, and if I answer that, they would then be able to, to give me the uh, recommendation or influence in the positive so that I could win the business. That's the real key here is to make sure that you know what you're going to answer before you get there and have all of the backup documentation. Now, what if I was a technical buyer, going back to that same exact car analogy, what if I was the technical buyer coming in and I said, well, um, I wondered if this had a platinum catalyst for the catalytic converter and the relationship manager had said, you know, I don't know, but I can find that. Is that a key piece of information that would would make you then decide that this would be the, the type of car that you want? Are there any other concerns that you have? Color, seating, choice, engine size, whatever, run through as many of those as you want and see if there's any other pieces of technical information because you can say then i what i'll do is i will get with my technical manager and he can answer all of your technical questions so that we can get you uh, all the technical information that you need so that you can make a positive decision to drive off today in this this beautiful car all right so what that person has now done is they said we're going to answer all these questions for you now what is he can do or she is go and actually get the technical resource to answer the questions and then provide me with the technical backup data here's the packet that actually influences that so let's say i have my wife with me who absolutely cares nothing about what type of catalytic converter it is she wants to know if it has room for six because we have a bunch of kids and she wants to know if it's got you know 19 cup holders whatever is her buying decision so clearly we have a technical buyer and we have a, a you know an emotional buyer so the technical buyer needs to get satisfied but you don't want to alienate the other so he says let me get you all the information that we need we'll answer that question why yes it does have a platinum catalytic converter and here is the backup data for our latest test that we did with the california environmental protection agency 
agency and you can read at your leisure. Now, let me address those 19 cup holders for you. So what just happened? I answered the question, or I, I got my question answered, and I got all the technical backup. Whether I read it or I don't read it, there is all of the technology that goes into that. There's all the technical jargon and everything else that makes me feel confident because I'm using that to bolster my emotional uh, buying decision. I wanna buy the car because it's really cool and I want a new car. My wife wants 19 cup holders and I wanna make sure that I'm helping the environment. So I wanna make sure I'm not overly polluting and it meets all air quality standards. And I've been reading in the in the paper about how this, this car does such a great job on air quality and here's all the backup data. Whether I read it or not, the fact that it was presented to me and given to me so freely in answer to my question bolsters in me the fact that this is probably true because there's they're not trying to hide anything or say oh i'll get back to you on tuesday or any of those other things so going back to our scenario now we have found out from the technical uh, influencers within the organization that we are pitching to what they are most looking for and what are the questions and, and that they need answered in order to be able to give a positive influence and then i've prepared all of those packets and everything ready to go then the day of the meeting i can then just short circuit the entire technical side by having my technical resource pull up his one slide or his one presentation or his one uh, thing or three things that he needs to back that up and say so in answer to the questions that we've talked to through your technical side we have answered this this and this and by the way here's all the technical data and the last testing that we've done and here's the ul testing and here's you know whatever uh, organization that we've used for the testing here's all the test data here's all the lab results and I've given that all here I'm going to present this to you mr. technical influencer in front of uh, the finance and Treasury Department so everybody knows that I have answered all of those questions then he hands it back over to the relationship manager and then I go back to finance and treasury and say now that we've answered all the technical questions uh, Joe I look right at the technical influencer Joe can you now give a positive uh, you know response to the influence I say to the influencer can you give a positive response now and a positive recommendation for our product or service so that uh, treasury and finance can feel good about the fact is we can implement this into your current existing system it's not going to you know offset all of this disruption all the other things that you know we've accomplished already i uh, just want to make sure then i can go and turn my attention to the uh, finance and treasury side and say and sally you see that it meets all of our financial internal uh, rates of return and all of our financial criteria that you asked me to hit it has that six percent irr it uh, has met all of the tax you know uh, affiliations everything you need for the investment tax credit everything's pulled together so I think we've come to a place where we've answered all of those questions so if I have Joe saying down on the other end of the table 
Yes, it meets all the technical requirements, and I think it would be a great solution for what we are trying to accomplish. Finance is saying you've met all of my internal uh, rates of return. It looks like it's going to have everything we need from a financial. There's nothing left to do now but then actually go for the close and say, okay, I think this is the time. We've got everything, everybody answered as far as the technical is concerned. Finance and Treasury, you're good with with uh, the pricing and the structure. All we need now is the final decision maker to, to initial here and sign here and let's get started. So it was that simple, but that the close may have taken days, weeks, months, who knows how long it took to gather all that information and have it all consolidated into you know one meeting. Now I know that's also sometimes uh, a little bit uh, nirvana to say that we've got it all into one meeting and we're all sitting at the same table because a lot of times then we'll have to do this either even virtually what I like to do is if we're not going to all be sitting in the same room and we're not going to have a chance to wrap it up in a nice neat little package like we are then you have to do this through a chain of emails so could you imagine having an email with all of the technical side and all the finance and treasury on the other side all copied in the same email and saying the same things. Joe, here is the answer to all of the technical questions that you had last week, and here are the backup documents for each and every one of them. Could you please reply to all when you are satisfied that this has met all the technical requirements that you and your company uh, are need to have the answers to so that you can feel comfortable recommending that we go forward with this project once you know and then that also may take some finesse to call him up afterwards and say look i need you to reply to all so that you know when i talk to sally over in finance and treasury then i can not have to worry about her reaching out to you and saying hey you know are we is this good to go and it just delays the project and the process joe if you could help me out here and, and move that along i would really appreciate Appreciate it. Then you're allowed, or you'll be able to, then go directly to Sally and say, now that you've gotten all the information from Joe as the technical influencer, that it's all good and he's given a positive recommendation. I think now is the time that we go forward because we've also met all of your internal rate of returns and we've done everything that you needed for finance and treasury. So we just need to get started here. This is where you send the purchase order or the ACH, whatever it happens to be, and this is how we go. So you can see that a four-legged sales call really, really, really does help when you need, you know, I put it, I kind of put it into a, a bucket. When you need credibility from a technical standpoint, when you have a team of, you know, masters of electrical engineering and masters of civil engineering and PhDs and other folks sitting across the table, if you don't carry that type of pedigree, it's always a great opportunity to bring a resource that matches because they also have a little bit of the same kind of, uh, you know, shorthand language that they talk because they've been through the same discipline and they've studied the same thing for a long period of time. Time, it kind of helps to shorten that sales cycle when you're using that that four-legged sales call for credibility it also helps when you're just physically outnumbered by a bunch of people if it's you on one side of the table and 12 people on the other and half of them are lawyers and half of them are you know scientists uh, sometimes it's a little intimidating to be the only person on the other side of the table that brings me to the next uh, leverage or the next resource that I want to bring and that is when you need the credibility of a C-suite 
your CEO, if you're not the CEO, if you're listening to this right now and you're a sales professional in a large organization and you're not the CEO of this company, then there's probably a resource there somewhere above you that you can pull that lever and help get you further along within a organization. Do your due diligence. When we talked about earlier this year, one of the segments that I did on Sales with Sully was talking about getting to know your client and understanding their background. So let's just use this as a scenario. You're now presenting to Sally, the uh, head of treasury and finance for a, a sizable corporation, and you find out she went to XYZ as her undergrad alma mater and ABC as her graduate you know, alma mater, and you know that your CEO went to one or both of those schools. Maybe they shared the same sorority. Uh, maybe your CEO and, you know, uh, Sally were you know in the same um, educational uh, sorority or fraternity maybe they were both academia, academic scholars maybe they both served in the Peace Corps together it doesn't matter what it is maybe there's some connection that becomes a lever that you can pull when you need that extra bit of credibility, again, imagine being in that, that room where there's multiple people sitting across the table and you're there by yourself. Think about how much better that would be when you're bringing in your CFO, your COO, your CEO, your senior vice president of sales, whoever it happens to be, your chief engineer, somebody that has uh, more credibility and has a connection to your decision maker, that really Really, really helps your your credibility and helps you to advance so a four-legged sales call just to recap I want to pull it all together a four-legged sales call can be for credibility when it comes to a technical side it can be for credibility when it comes to uh, having a little bit more power or clout and finally it can also mean where you're just utilizing a known component of a relationship that brings a commonality to it and you don't have any of that commonality but someone else in your organization does and it doesn't have to be a c-level what if you found out that your decision maker went to yale and was uh, in a certain fraternity or sorority and someone on your sales organization did the same went to the same school was in the same sorority or fraternity had some type of connection wouldn't it be great to connect those two and let them build a little bit of that you know reminiscent bond from you know back in the days when they were in college together and there becomes this common bridge built automatically so you can see a four-legged sales call is a great strategic tool to keep into your toolbox it's not one of those where you want every day because remember what we said there is a little bit of a wild card you can control a hundred percent of what you say or do but you can't control a hundred percent of bringing a four-legged sales call I highly recommend it as a tool that you keep in your toolbox or as some people say an arrow in your quiver it's one of those things that I think we underutilize uh, because we just sales sometimes is feels like a lone wolf kind of you know i'm going to get out there and make it happen and we forget that there are resources out there that can that can shorten our sales cycle and actually get us to the purchase order quicker so until next time 
as always, I say, go out there and sell something, right? That's what we do. We are we have chosen a profession that is the most noble, and that is being a professional salesperson. So until next time, hit me up on Twitter at Sales with Sully. Put in any questions or anything else you want. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Sales with Sully, of course, and then on Instagram now at Sales with Sully. So just put in your question. Let me know what it is you want to talk about. We'll talk a little bit on social media and then we'll put it into the programming right here on Inspired News Radio. Until next week, Scott Sullivan signing off and saying, go out and sell something. Thanks for listening to Sales with Sully. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.